Hello, welcome to episode 41. (laughs) Hello, welcome to episode 41 of the PTC cast. Today, Chris and I go into the absolute most utter, utter, utter (laughs) importance of uh, routines and how it is the structure and foundation to everything and the direction you're moving mm-hmm. in your life. We answer a couple questions at the end that are some pretty good ones. I hope you enjoy the show. It's brought to you by progressthroughchange.com where you can get your four easy habits for fat loss guide. You can get a food list. You can get a chest training guide. You can check out the ab training guide. We have tons of content up there for y'all. Go check it out, progressthroughchange.com. Enjoy the show. So um, this has been the first week that I have had a full train. Whoa. All right, big fella. <laughs> this has been the first week that I've had a full training week. Um, I trained six days this week. And in order to make that happen, I moved some things around in my routine and I set it up so that lifting was the first thing I did every day mm-hmm. um, after, you know, walking the dog, drinking some water yeah, and definitely. stuff like that. But um, I, I set it up that way. So that way it's for sure going to happen. And I just want to lift more often. You know, I don't have as much time per session as I'd like to, but I'd like to be able to lift more often. I I enjoy it a lot and I want to do it more. So I've been doing it six days a week and um, it's been nice because those shorter periods have let me just kind of go in and go out in about 45 minutes to an hour. But really the thing I think that I've liked the most is just being in there consistently. There's something about the, the, the daily time for myself. Having a, yeah, having a clear, yeah, like, hey, this time, this, or this time every, or almost every day throughout the yeah. week, I'm going to go in and, you know, work out. Like, the simplicity behind that, man, mm-hmm. and that, and then the execution of that is just... It feels good. It feels so good, and yeah. it's so much easier to, yeah, just get in there and start kicking ass in the gym. Yeah, and this isn't really what I wanted to go into, but, you know, the, one of the big things for me that I noticed, you know, for a while I was training four days a week and that was fine. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I like training, like it's fun for me. Yeah, I, I look forward to it. Like it's time for myself. So cranking it up to six days, like I keep the intensity pulled back a little bit cause I am still recovering, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's, it's just been nice to enjoy that, that time every day. But the reason I wanted to bring this up and not so much about the earliness around the routine, I don't think like the 5am is, is definitely necessary mm-hmm. but i know you've kind of been similar recently with doing some 5 a.m lifts again yeah so i guess i'm not lifting at 5 a.m but i started waking up uh, at 5 a.m every single day mm-hmm. and then um i start lifting at around i'd say 5 45 or maybe like 5 40 it's like around when um, you get to the gym yeah exactly so you know i wake up i use the bathroom uh feed my dog and then have a little pre-workout meal which as of lately it's been like some oatmeal and peanut butter. And even I started taking pre-workout again, only mm-hmm. like half a scoop. And then I'll ride my bike to the gym and oh, yeah, boom. Just then you're ready to go, man. I'm ready to you go. Got a little I'm bit all of warmed food up. In you. you got caffeine in you. You're, you're, you're warmed up. You're ready to go, man. Exactly, man. And like Harold goes back to bed. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have to put him in the cage, unfortunately, um, because he'll piss or shit. <laughs> like boy, man. if he, and he only, he only does it when I'm not, uh, there, in but spite. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I started uh, doing that just this week. And every time that I've done it in my past, like I've always really liked it. But it's almost like it it just helps me organize my life to where Mm -hmm. there's always certainty, you know, starting in the morning. Like there's there's not going to be any distractions at 5 a.m. in the morning. Right. You know, there's there's not going to be people uh, texting or calling me. They need this or that or whatever. So, yeah, it's just me. And what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think the simplicity of that 
just feels really good. And then obviously, you know, you have the fact that if you are the type of person that's waking up at 5 a.m. and getting after it, well, you know, you're probably like disciplined and all of that, whatever. Sure. So it feels good, you know, being associated with that yeah. part of the culture. And yeah, it just feels really good um, doing this. So this this is also the first like official week of me getting back into lifting like for sure you know i've tried it yeah a couple of times over the past couple of months but now i'm like really excited to be lifting again uh for the first time in like four months i did some squats mm-hmm. okay and they felt really good um did awesome. some benching some deadlifting, some back workouts so i'm feeling really good and yeah i'm honestly looking forward to monday to you know hit legs again that's awesome the rest of the week man. did you like create any different kind of goals or different styles of training or anything like that or are you just kind of like sticking to the basics that you have and just trying to build a routine around that uh sticking to the basics and building a routine the main goal right now is to get down to <laughs> to down to uh 220 but i'm not trying to i guess do that very quick especially the fact that i haven't lifted in four months i'm going to be putting on you know quite a bit of muscle probably growing again exactly yeah. so doing that while you know trying to lose weight like there's going to be some confusion there when it comes to tracking the progress um because as of lately i've just been you know looking at the scale for progress but if i'm going to be putting on muscle then that's probably not going to be the most accurate Mm -hmm. you know way to measure that so or measure the fat loss right you know getting down to 220 is more for fat loss not really weight loss Mm -hmm. so now that i say that i don't really know how to track the you have progress a, to yeah, that. Yeah. You have a, you have an idea in your head and you're thinking it's going to land around 220 is kind of what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it, it can be hard to start, you know, measuring those things and that's why um with like with online coaching clients, one thing that I really have to kind of hammer home is like the scale is not our only indicator. Yes, yeah. It's just one of the one of the tools that I'm using to measure things, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got like we've got strength in the gym, we've got like cardio capacity, we've got, you know, how your pictures are changing week by week. The, the scale is just one, one of those metrics, Mm -hmm. but, um, no, man, I think, I think that's really, um, I think that's really good that you've been doing that again, kind of building that training routine. And, you know, I know for me personally, one of the biggest things with that routine is, and it could be because it happens in the morning, but it's kind of like you said, like starting it off, starting every day off on the right foot. So, and, and that kind of extends into everything. So I've noticed before, you know, maybe even before I had, you know, been lifting as early as I am right now, but I had noticed like, you know, if I had a day where I would skip my morning walk with Cora, then that just happened to be the day where my nutrition fell off, Yeah, you know? So it's kind of one of those things where you knock one domino down and the other seem to follow whichever, whichever domino you went with, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I found that the training to be almost like a metronome, man. Like it's almost like every day, you know, every day I wake up, let the dogs out, drink a ton of water, start the coffee, walk Cora, boom, we're in the gym, you know? So it's like building that kind of metronome and then it's like an hour long workout and then boom, the day starts. Mm -hmm. So that way it's like every day I'm kind of blocking the same way. I'm getting up at the same time and trying to go to bed at the same time. And you're trying to, you're trying to like simplify the in-between time, you know, you're trying to like make it routine, not only for like efficiency sake or anything like that, but routine for sake of like simplicity, man, like Mm. not having to overthink, like not sitting there and wondering like, well, what time do I need to get up if I try to stay up this much later? Or what time do I need to do this if I try to cut my workout and move it over here? Like, you know what I mean? Just, I I found that 
like kind of digging that time out of my schedule and, and making it its own pocket that doesn't move or change for anything sets everything else up on this nice metronome. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's almost like momentum, you know, you get the momentum, the good momentum going, uh, at the beginning of the day so that it can carry out, um, you know, throughout the day. So I know like something to an idea to kind of think about when it comes to that is whenever there were, or before I started doing this, um, whenever there was maybe a night where I slept a little bit later than I should have, and I didn't have a specific time that I needed to wake up in the morning and then a specific routine to follow, mm-hmm. you know, that next morning, I would kind of just wake up whenever. And then yeah. it was like, okay, well, what now? It's, it's almost like it becomes complicated because there is no simplicity. Right. And you're kind of having to think on the fly mm-hmm. um, of what you need to be doing. And when you're thinking on the fly, more times than not, you're going to, probably choose something that's not the best for you so if you have you know things that you know you need to do and that you can do every single morning um and we're just talking about the mornings here like this can move on to the afternoon sure it can be whatever whatever routine you create yeah exactly uh well if you have those things set in stone then um it just leads to like being better yeah throughout the day and the next day and the next. Yeah. And you know, I'm not sure if it's like a instant gratification thing or what, but people tend to want to know like, okay, what's the secret to success in, you know, business or fitness or, or whatever, like what's the, the secret, the thing. And it's like, it's, it's really just every day you're laying a brick at a time Yeah, and laying that brick is like getting up and training and then eating on time and then going to bed. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's sim- the simplicity in those routines are what lead you to success. Like that's, that's one of the biggest key foundations to it is it's like it is the the raw foundation. The things you do every day are what you are, you know. And so when, when you set those things up to be, I'm going to use the word efficient, but I mean down to every level as enjoyable and simplistic, like you, you put those things on autopilot and then suddenly, you know, you keep your head down and you work and you look up in a year and look at how far you've come. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of one of those things where you, you set it up for yourself and then you just you keep it on that autopilot, that routine and. And the longer you can let it go, the longer you'll get, or the, the longer you'll, you'll progress. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I feel like that, that may sound like, you know, things could get very mundane. Yeah. Really quick. Yeah. But it really doesn't because I feel like what it does is, first of all, obviously, you know, you, you need to have your priorities in check. Yeah. Like if you're doing, you know, this for the sake of discipline, yeah, you'll get some, you know, positive results, but you know, it, I feel like it should lead to somewhere specific. Right. Um, and if you're, if you have that end, you know, goal or whatever that, you know, you're working toward, then your morning routine could be set up in order to achieve right. that. So like for me right now, um, I'm prioritizing fitness, you know, yeah. I want to get down to 220 or, you know, just get leaner and sure. uh, look better. So that's that goal. And then the second one is I want to grow my business uh, yep. properly and prioritize that. And in order for do in order for me to do that, um, I need I need to not have distractions throughout the day, which could include uh, lifting and training and all sure. of that crap. And I want to get started early so that yep. I have enough time to do that. Yeah. So for me, waking up at five a.m. and starting to go train so that I can work at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. is perfect. Like right. it's literally perfect for the end goal that I want to accomplish. Yeah. And so you're establishing those routines yeah. around the goal. So you're almost breaking the goal down. Like, okay, if I want to 
build my business, I need to be, you know, working by 8 a.m. every day. So if I want to build my business and I want to get down to 220, well, then I need to be done training by 7 a.m. so I can Mm -hmm. be ready to work by 8 a.m. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And because it's going towards something, it's not going to feel mundane. Right. If it was going towards something that you don't really care for, then, yeah, it's going to suck doing it. Um, And but, yeah, if it's if it's going towards something that you want to achieve or something worthwhile, then it's going to it's going to be worth it. And it's not going to feel, you know, boring, like you're going through the motions every single day. Um, It's going to feel like you're it's setting yourself up in order to accomplish whatever that is right you might start to look at those things as challenges rather than just tasks to complete yes it's like you know if i'm going to to lift on my morning routine well maybe i'm trying to add a rep here or maybe Mm -hmm. i'm trying to add a set here but you know a way you can even diversify that routine a little bit but keep the the general blocks are to, to block it by time right so let's say every morning you have that hour chopped in for fitness well, if you're trying to get to 220, maybe you want to have some cardio as well, but you don't mm-hmm. have any other time in your week to block out for fitness, or you just don't want to block out any other time for fitness. So maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that hour is lifting. Tuesday, Thursday, that hour is riding your bike doing cardio. Yes. You know, so that's that's something I like to do with online clients a lot is some of them are like, you know, ready to hit the ground run and they want to lift five days a week, but they've never resistance trained before. And I'm like, let's do this, man. Let's lift three days a week. And then those other two days, can you give me cardio? Mm-hmm. Right. Can you can we build the routine? Can we establish that? And can we just get some extra work in by by solidifying and locking down that routine? You know, so you can kind of block things around like that if you're someone who you think you'll get caught in the the mundane feeling of or the repetition is you can create some some variety within that. Yeah, I actually had to do that mm-hmm. um, in my routine because I, I thought that I'd be able to go back to, you know, lifting five days a week. Yeah. Fuck no. There there was no yep. way. I got to yep. day three and my whole body was already wrecked uh, from yeah. Hurtin'. And yep. even today, like my legs are still kind of sore, my pecs are still kind of sore, yep. my biceps are really sore. Yep. Um but they'll be good by, you know, next week. So um yeah, I ended up doing, you know, just three days of resistance training and then the other days, besides uh today and tomorrow, um, had bike riding in it. Yeah. So there you go. the yeah. today and tomorrow were probably just filled be filled with uh, walking with uh, my little homie Harold. Little homie Harold, yeah. yeah. But no, so y- you nailed it, man. And that's that's for me as well. Tomorrow's supposed to be a rest day, but because I like the routine, I like the time, that hour is blocked out for a, a walk with Cora. You know, so it's like that's there's my way of still having my routine of, you know, I'll get up, I'll make the coffee, and I'll let the dogs out and do my uh-huh. usual stuff. But instead of getting in the gym, well, I'll put some headphones in and I'll walk for an hour, listen to a podcast or something like that. Listen to PTC cast episode 40, the one before this one. Oh, but, <laughs> no, but so yeah, I think that could be a good idea as well is, is diversifying, you know, the way you're, you're using each block of time and, you know, to, to branch that a little bit on the, on the business side of it, maybe usually that first hour of the day is emails. Well, maybe now that first hour of the day is creative work. Well, maybe now that first hour of the day is scheduling or, you know, blocking in appointments or whatever that is, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you can divvy up those, those routines or those times differently, but it's, it's the mundane stuff that you're really trying to lock down. Right. Yeah. Um, and real quick, I wanted to go over this idea. I was talking to, um, a, shoot, I guess you could say a business partner this morning about this idea. And it's the fact that, and I think I've talked to you about this before, okay. that humans are designed to solve problems or that's yep. like how our brain works. Mm-hmm. So whenever we're ignoring problems, um, that's when we get caused, you know, stress, frustration, blah, yep. blah, blah. Anxiety. Uh, yeah. Anxiety. And an example that I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure everybody could 
relate to is um, scrolling on social media or yep. crap like that. Like nobody wants to just sit there for hours mm-hmm. and scroll. Um, yeah, it's entertaining in the moment, but it would definitely cause frustration, anxiety, blah, blah, blah right. uh, for the future because you're not going to be you know, achieving the things that you want to be achieving, whether that's right. making more money um, that month or getting closer with your family mm-hmm. or spouse or, you know, things that you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So one thing that these morning routines, afternoon routines, afternoon routines, uh, evening routines, one thing that they do, even though it's, you know, the same crap every single day is it helps us solve those long-term problems. It helps sure. us get closer to, you know, what, whatever it is we want yeah. to get closer to. And so it just feels, it feels like a sense of accomplishment after you've, you know, tackled the morning right. and, you know, you got all that, right. all the morning things done. Right. And then especially like if that leads to a, another clear routine in the afternoon that, you know, you nail and then another yeah. one in the evening that you nail, yeah. man, you're going to be feeling like right. on fire. You're just you're rolling, gonna, man. Yeah. You're just rolling. You're going to be feeling so good. Um, but if you're on the opposite side of the spectrum and you're kind of just that momentum going works the same day way. by day. Yeah. And you know, you don't have a clear thing that you need to be doing every single day. Then like, even in my case, and I can tell you, cause this happened to me like three months ago, you start losing like interest in life as a whole, man. Sure. You start getting confused as to what you need to be doing and mm-hmm. uh, why you need to be doing shit. And then it's like, next thing you know, you're sitting there watching three, four movies a day, yeah. just laying down, eating snacks and bullshit. Yeah. You know, but yep. and then as soon as you car, as soon as you make that decision to start moving forward and just taking control and making maybe those hard initial choices. Oh, it feels so good, yep. man. Like it feels so good and shit. It can even be like, in my case, one of the things that I uh, still struggle with sometimes is while I'm um, focusing on work or something, if I get an initial like, or a sense of frustration with the thing that I'm doing, sure. maybe I'll reach for my phone or something and, you know, try to scroll to, you know, relieve that frustration on social media or whatever. But every time I do that, I feel guilty. I feel even more frustrated yep. because I I'm stuck on this phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, maybe if it's the work that you're doing is urgent, you start feeling anxious because you mm-hmm. should be working on it, but you're confused as to what you need to be doing. So yeah. you're just going to keep on scrolling. Yeah. Like it's not good. You know, it's, us, this, it's this endless cycle. Yeah, exactly. So that was kind of a long tangent, but it wasn't a tangent a long concept. Um, but I think that that's why these set in stone morning things, uh, or just routines in yeah. general are so important, um, for our life. You'll and do it feels it. good. Yeah. You, and you know, to, to rewind you back a little bit there, one big thing that you said was, you know, the momentum and, and that works both ways, man. So it's like, you know, the, these habits or routines might sound like so much to do or to bite off when, you're someone who's trapped at the other end, right? You're, you're yeah, dug kind of yeah. deep down in this pit and you look up and you're like, all right, well, I got to start climbing, but I can't even see fucking sun coming through. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just black. But eventually you got to start climbing and then you do it for like, let's say you do it for three days in a row. And then it's like, well, I can see a little bit of light yeah. five days. Then it's like, I can see a little bit more light. And then, you know, before you know it, it's like you're out of the hole. And now, man, you're just building a staircase up. You're yes. just going and you're going and you're going and you're mm-hmm. going. And it's one of those things where it's like, it's just the first step seems so hard, but it's the same as every other step. 
So it's like you, you build your routine and then you do it. And it's like, you, let's say you wake up one morning and you're a little on the tired side. You, you got to bed a little bit later. You still do it. You wake up one morning and man, you got to bed 30 minutes early. You're ready to kill it. You still do it. Mm-hmm. Like no matter, regardless of feeling, you man, you, you get up and you do that thing for sake of, for sake of, of, of putting your, your foot in the ring yeah, for the, for the, for the for sake, sake of, of yourself. being there and showing up. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's that, it's that routine that it, it's, it's an extended concept of like making your bed every day. Yeah. Everything else could go to shit, man. Your, your, your dog could die. You could wreck your car. You could lose your job. Everything could, could go to shit. But at the end of the day, when you go back to bed, at least the bed was made. Mm. You know what I mean? You, you had one solid thing that day. Yep. And, and that day in some confines or definition or perception can be a victory. You know, so I think I think that's a big piece of the routines for me. Yeah, getting getting out of that seemingly unclimbable hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that is pretty funny is, you know, I was in one of those holes, like I've been saying, whatever, for you know, three months ago, and now, like, there's no fucking way I even look back at that hole. Right. But it's funny, I see people asking me all the time, "Hey, are you doing okay? Hey, blah blah blah. Hey, this or that." I'm like. Man, I'm doing fantastic, dude. Like I'm doing amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that to like, you know, sound prideful or whatever. It's I'm I'm seriously I'm taking control yeah. of my life and I'm making the decisions that I need to make in order to move forward. Because at the end of the day, nobody's gonna help you uh, make the decisions to get out of that hole. Yeah. Maybe you know you'll get inspired to make decisions to get out of that hole. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's gonna be making that decision. Like yeah. it's literally up to you. Yeah. And if you decide not to, you're the one that's going to be holding yourself down. Yeah, and you know, I don't, I don't want to speak for you, but to my knowledge, you know, when you felt that way, you to to get out of that feeling or to get out of that 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 horrible cycle or routine or pit or whatever you want to call it, like again, I don't want to speak for you, but mm-hmm. you you didn't do anything drastic. Mm-mm. You just started. You just started doing things. Yeah. Right. So you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the grocery store. I'm going to walk Harold. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride my bike. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you started there. You just, you, you picked your feet up and you did something regardless of feeling. Yeah. Because if you, if you strictly operate on feeling, man, man, if I strictly operate on feeling, dude, I would fucking, I would be playing World of Warcraft for 12 hours a day again and I would eat all my feelings and I would, yeah, exactly. If I just operated on feeling, like yeah. it, imagine the way things will go. So sometimes you have to you have to be willing to drag yourself a little bit. You have to be willing to put one foot after another, not for anyone else, but for yourself, mm-hmm. man. For yourself. Yeah. So here here's the thing. And in order for me to get out of that hole, this is what I told myself. I said, at the end of the day, yes, at this moment, I feel this, this, and this way. And I feel like I cannot do this, this, and this. But time will keep on going on. Right. There will always be a tomorrow. There will always be a next month, next year, 10 years, 100%. 20 years, blah, blah, blah. 100%. If I stay stuck where I am and do not make any progress, what is that going to, what am I going to become right. down the road? Right. Be I'm going to become even worse. Yep. Not even be stagnant. I'm going to become even worse. Yeah. I guess, yeah, you'll have lost yeah. time. You'll have moved back. Exactly. So the concept that I put in my head was, hey, I'm going to do what I can today in order for me to get, or for the person that I will become tomorrow. Yes. And doing that really helped me just suck it up and do the thing that I needed to do. Because I understood that today will reflect or tomorrow will reflect on what I did today. 
And with that concept, you are in full control yep. and you have to step up to the plate 100%. because now you fully understand that there are consequences for your decisions that you're making right now. 100%. Doesn't matter how you feel. It literally doesn't matter how you feel because time will keep on going on. Life will keep on moving on. 100%. So it's either you can stay, you know, in your little cycle in your cycle and I'm not downplaying the cycle. Like those cycles can be horrible. I oh, know yeah, in my man. case it yeah. was absolutely we horrible. All, we and, all get trapped. In yeah, that. and it was tormenting and blah blah blah. But whenever I decided to make that decision, that was the first step for me to get where I am today, and for me to get where I will be ten, twenty, thirty, whatever years yeah. from now. Yeah, and and that was the first step of that journey. You know, yeah. the first and and now you're you're continually taking those steps and. It's just, you nailed it, man. That, that journey seems so overwhelming or like so much to bite off, but it's like, all you have to do is take a step at a time. Yeah. All you have to do is one rep at a time. You know, yeah. That, that's it. That's all it is, man. Ask, ask yourself, what if, and it's funny. I kept on asking myself, what if, like, like what if I just, what if I get past this? this? Yeah. What if, what if tomorrow's better? Yeah. What if the next minute is better? Yeah. Like I was going minute by minute. It, that's how bad it was. But because I asked myself, what if, and you know, you keep on being hopeful and you, trust in yourself and you believe in yourself in order to or to make the, like the right decisions no matter where you are yeah like you you have to believe in yourself and you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and be scared yeah. uh sometimes and maybe not have full certainty but still puff your chest up and move that leg forward man like for real that's all you can do man mm -hmm. that's all you can do damn you want to answer some questions yeah let's answer some questions let's do it out of all the books on your bookshelf currently, which would you recommend? Oh, dang. Okay, well, <laughs> there used to be a lot more books on here. Um, now these books are really just like for podcast setup sake. <laughs> they used to always <laughs> be like, yeah, they used to like really be the ones, but now it's just like more what looks good. Um, man, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. And then you got some over there. Yeah, I got, I got too many here, man. But I, I got to stick with the question, though. I've got to pick one off the shelf. Okay, while you're looking, do you want me to go ahead and answer it? For you? My decision? Yeah, or yeah, what yeah, I would yeah. pick? Yeah, what do you got? Okay, if you're actually going to implement the, or what they uh, say in the book, definitely Psycho-Cybernetics. I was at like an all-time high, and I practiced some of those things, and it was amazing. Uh, yeah, over there by Maxwell Maltz. And then I, you know, kind of fell off uh, when it comes to the practices in there, but uh, they like literally work. It's, it's, a, it's kind of weird. The concept yeah, is using your imagination in order to rewire your brain for new experiences oh, yeah. you gave me this like two years ago yeah um but it's definitely an interesting book that um y'all should check out i never take counsel of my fears that's the first thing i open to never take counsel nice. of your fears that's good all right well i'm sticking with topic and picking one that's on the shelf um oh my <laughs> no i i just figured like on the shelf right here like in the yeah, you know in the frame <laughs> um gosh man okay um I'm going to go ahead and pick, man, I hate to be, I'm thinking, man. dude, I hate to be corny, but let's go with 12 rules for life by our boy JP, man. Yeah. That, the, so 12 rules for life by Jordan Peterson was, um, oh gosh, maybe like the second self-development read I did. I think the first one was extreme ownership by Jocko, mm -hmm. but, um, no, this one right here, man, like in, in like the self-development space, like you get kind of, you get memed on 
for oh, yeah. for some of the like mainstream picks like this, man. But there there really is a lot of truth to all of them. And I know for me personally, the first time reading it, it was just so interesting in, in how many of the things were like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like oh oh yeah, I should stand up straight with my shoulders back. Yeah. Like oh oh yeah, I should tell the truth or at least not lie. Like yeah. it, it's all things that it is honestly simple, but the way it's it's unpacked, it becomes very like easy to consume and then to understand why, mm-hmm. you know, because some of those things it's like, well, why shouldn't I lie? And, you know, you can sit here and say, well, this and that and this and that, but it, it goes into the, the core reasons and, and how it changes things on a, a much, a much bigger grandiose scale. In yeah. Life, it's it's know? amazing, honestly. So, um, but that's every, definitely one of the books that you have to read a couple times. Oh yeah. More than a couple times. Oh yeah. Uh, if you want a deep dive on the body, you can look into the body by uh, Bill Bryson. Or you can also look into Beyond Training by Ben Greenfield. Um, Back in Motion by uh, Steffi Cohen and, uh, gosh, Ian Kaplan is a really good one as well. But that's just a short read, and that's kind of more of a, like, physical therapy, rehab space kind of book. Gotcha, gotcha. What do you got? Um, So the question that I got, and I take this very seriously. Okay. (laughs) Bruh, what's wrong with sumo? Okay. You first or me first? Well, you got to answer first on the last one. Let me say mine. Okay. <laughs> so here's my beef with sumo. I shouldn't even say beef. I'm going to say opinion. My opinion piece. My, my... <laughs> okay. So... Obadwar. You always have to define things within the concept of specificity. What's the point? So if we're talking about powerlifting, and the goal is to, point is, is to move as much weight from point A to point B... And the sumo, sumo structure is, be, is the sumo pull is best for you based off your hip structure, your femur length, your torso length, your arm length, all these things. If that's best for you in the sport, that's great. More power to you. Some yeah. powerlifters won't like you if you abuse it and manipulate the range of motion within <laughs> within the confines of the rules of the sport. Though that's where I was going with that. Yeah. Is at the end of the day, it's it's still within the sport. Now, if yeah. you're someone who is sumo deadlifting to build muscle. Pick a different exercise. Definitely. Um, sometimes people think because you feel your glutes so much in a sumo deadlift that surely they're working more. But really what's happening is the femur is already crammed in such wide adduction and external rotation or your hips are just so wide open that your glute is already contracted in the starting position. So you're actually shortening your glute, which is going to put it in a weaker position and take it through less motion. So if you're someone who's trying to deadlift for glutes, um, sumo is not going to be your biggest pick. And honestly, if you're trying to build muscle, sumo is probably not going to be like your best pick. So for me, really, the only time sumo has a good place is if you're someone with a specific structure in powerlifting trying to move the most weight from point A to point B for sake of sport. Dang. Put period. <laughs> yeah, period. With <laughs> a, a written piece. Yeah, that's period. what I got. Yeah. I have no emotional beef with people who pull sumo. Oh, uh, quick side note. Yes. My first training partner, shout out to Isaac. Um, man, we're like 16 and 17. This dude and I weigh the same. Mm-hmm. We're, we're both, uh, he's maybe an inch or two taller than me. We're both whatever, five, six and five, eight at, oh, between like, gosh, 155 and 170, maybe 165. He might not have been as heavy as me to be honest. Um, but he, I have a five foot two wingspan and mm-hmm. he has a six foot two wingspan, same height. So we'd go and bench, and to be honest, like, he he, he held up. He could even, like, oh, beat me okay, out okay. sometimes, yeah. yeah. But when it came to deadlifts, man, oh, dude, I wasn't even close. I this bet, guy was man. sumo pulling, like, 460 when we were, like, 16 or 17 oh away and, like, a buck 60. Yeah, and it's just the putting the arms to work, man. Yeah, man. So, yeah, but strong dude, for sure. But, any, okay, so anyways, that's my whole, my schmeal on sumo-style deadlifts. Um, I guess mine, 
I don't. I I jokingly have a problem with sure. it. Like at the end of the day, I don't really care much. But when it comes to, um, two things like somebody having their toes on the plates, doing like a yeah, eight hundred pound deadlift while conventional conventional deadlifting five hundred pounds. Yeah, like and then they're boasting about it. I don't like that. I don't care for it. As an as an athlete, I can 100% see how it would be frustrating to see someone manipulate the rules in that way. Yeah. And I, I'm not using the word manipulate like bad guy. Like it, it's all within the rules. Yeah. You know, but it's just, it's it's one of those things that can be extremely frustrating. I can't think of another example in another sport how someone would be able to stretch something like that, you know? Yeah. And I think one or one way to like relate it, have you seen those people that bench with an arc like that? Yeah. And then it's literally, they're like bending their elbows yep. and then that's the same concept. Yep. Like same idea it, I, in my head, it's cheating. Yep. Um, do I care? Not really. Like it is what it is. <laughs> I'm not just makes good for memes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just think it's not as, not nearly as impressive as like, if I see a 900 pound sumo, it's not nearly as impressive as me seeing a 800 pound conventional. That's it at the end of the day. Um, personally, I just don't like sumo. So that's the answer to that question. And that was for there Richie uh, from Prosper High School. So, Shout out to Richie. Yeah. There you go. Cool, man. All right. I think we will wrap this one up there. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. 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 Peace.